May the merciful one send us a plentiful blessing on this house and on this table at which we have eaten. May the merciful one send us Elijah the prophet, who is remembered for good, who will bring us good tidings of salvation and comfort. And may the merciful one be filled with wrath for the Roman dogs. Zacharias, that's not part of the prayer. No, but it's a good prayer. And may the Messiah come soon, very soon, to save us, his people. May the merciful one bless me, your humble servant, and Elizabeth, my cherished wife, as she turns 65 so very soon, and is as beautiful as the day of our wedding. And continue to fill us with your mercy and blessings, even without a child of our own. Everything in this prayer of Zacharias the priest was about to be answered, and all of it much sooner than he imagined. Though many were going to be blessed and many hardships would need to be endured, blessings and hardships always come in pairs. But this story does not begin with a Sabbath prayer. It does not begin with the birth of the Messiah or even a message from an angel. It begins in eternity past, when the Holy Trinity chose to spread their love outward to a people who were not yet created. Knowing this people would not be worthy of this love, something special would need to happen. This story would begin when God chose to save a rebellious people and make them his own. This is the beginning of the Christmas story. Myra is having another baby. Myra, the, the fat one? She's not fat. She's just always pregnant. Oh, yeah, she's always pregnant. What is, uh, what is this, five? No, she has five now. This will make six. Why would God let that silly fat woman have six when he won't... I even... have your robes ready for the temple. Go serve God and thank him for the many blessings he has given us. You sound like one without faith. I will go and serve humbly, but uh, I will still ask. I think you should stop asking. It's too late for that. It's too... I'm too old. And you are the one who tells me I have no faith? God can part the Red Sea. He can open a womb. I will not stop asking for a child. I want a son to carry on my name. Is that so wrong? Is it not the hope and the joy of every father? I do not want my name to die. God can do that if he chooses to. I can choose to keep asking. In these times, all we have is hope. We hope for Messiah. We hope for peace. We hope for children to carry on our names. I have some hope still alive inside. Go and serve in the temple. Go and ask if you want. I'm going. I, I love you. Ask God for me, too. You are my treasure. The fullness of time was drawing near. Among the thousands of things that this meant, one of them was that every Jewish heart ached every day for the salvation of the Messiah. Keep your head down, stupid. You want to get caught? No, I don't want to get caught. I don't even want to be here. I'm going back. Coward. Do you know what the soldiers will do if they catch a spine? We might have to carry their shield for a while. Big deal. We're kids. They're not going to kill us. They killed Matthew. He was 11. He stole from them. Roman soldiers don't kill kids for spying on them while they eat. Look at those horses. A drunk would look like a king if he was riding one of those horses. They scare me. Of course they do. You're a coward. What about Sharon last year? One of the soldiers grabbed her and she ended up pregnant. Maybe she let herself be grabbed. Shut your mouth. She's my cousin. Shut your own mouth. She's my cousin too. Nearly everyone in Nazareth is my cousin. They're like locusts. They take what they want and they take who they want. I hate Romans. I hate them more. One day, the Messiah will crush these Roman dogs. Then we'll ride horses like that. I want the black one. Oh! 
Oh no. Shh. Make her stop. What are you doing up there? I'm getting out of here. Mary, be quiet. What were you doing? Nothing. Spying? Herzl? Spying on who? No one. Herzl, stop talking. Ah, so these are the criminals who are watching us. I'm we were so not. Sorry. <laughs> so what's the matter with you? Stop talking. <laughs> well, when you're spying next time, uh, don't keep bobbing your heads up and down. And you must avoid arguing with your fellow spy. <laughs> we heard every word you said. You couldn't have. Now, am I the Roman dog? Or was it me? Am I the dog? <laughs> yeah, was it both of us? I'm so sorry. I didn't mean anything. Stop, Stop talking! Well, it was worth being called a dog to see this angel. Mary, go home. Hey, I meant no offense. Shut your mouth. That's my sister. A flea might live his whole life unnoticed. A flea that is annoying gets pinched in two. Watch your tongue, little flea. <laughs> Come on, I'm hungry. I thought she was very pretty. Eh, in a simple sort of way. Not like a girl from home, of course, but still. I hate you. I hate you all. Ofer, you almost got us killed. I, I didn't do anything! You killed us. You've brought shame on our family yet again. I, I couldn't just... Mary, wait! Mary, I'm sorry. I'm not talking to you. You shamed me and put us all in danger. I'm sorry. It, it just started out as a game. Oh, for you don't think about how your actions will affect others. When you're foolish, others pay the price. Father will hear about this. Don't tell Father. There's, there's no need to, to upset him. Herzl! You almost got us killed! Sorry. Mary had recently turned 15. She was an average girl from an obscure town, but she had a devotion to God that was unique even among a family that was known for their devotion. Life was hard in Nazareth. Happiness could only be scraped out in small and infrequent handfuls. Mary and her family had one such bit of happiness before them now, and they were determined to glory in it as much as they could. Mary, your father will be coming home soon, if you want to. Oh, I'm running now! Mary had been a small girl when she started this little tradition. Friday afternoons, she would run and meet her father on the road home. He was often working on a job in a nearby town, and this homecoming had become a highlight of the week for Mary and her father. It was the only time she was ever alone with him. The house was small which made her small family feel very big, and the time always very short. Her brother Ofer would occasionally go and work a job with him, but as a girl, she would never be able to do that. This was the only time when it was just her and her father alone. Excuse me, young woman, do you know where my little girl Mary is? He said something like this every week when he returned home. And every week, her answer was much the same. Father, don't be silly. It's me. I am your Mary. How are things at home, you young beauty? Are the children well? Well, the old black goat is not well, but Mother thinks she'll be fine. And Mother was complaining about her grinding stone. She says she needs another. Another? That one is only 100 years old. She can't expect me to keep making her a grinding stone every time one wears out. <laughs> I think you would be wise to make one soon, or you'll stop getting bread. Oh. Hmm, well then, I suppose I might be able to find the time after all. <laughs> Mary's father was a stonecutter. He was always in a hurry to get home for the Sabbath, so he stopped work early on Fridays, hastily dusted himself off, and headed for his family. He had white stone dust everywhere. Mary could see patches of nearly solid white in his neck and behind his ears, where he had failed to wipe it all off. We had some excitement this week. Excitement in Nazareth? Ofer and Herzl. What did they do now? They, they got into a fight. A fight? Did anyone get hurt? It was more of an argument. Mary loved walking alone with her father. She always tried to walk tall and graceful with him. When she was a small girl, she often thought that if she stood up very straight and walked with grace, people might think she was his wife. 
It's a sad thing when your town is so backward that two young boys arguing is considered excitement. That's why we need you home. He was not like many of the fathers she knew. They were cold and distant from their daughters. This man told her stories before anyone in the house heard them. He sang songs with her. They even made some of them up. Her father talked differently. He laughed differently. And he even smelled differently. Her father smelled of the stone he chiseled away at all week. Mary thought that her father was very much like a stone himself. He was the most solid, strong, and wonderful thing she had known until recently. I talked to Joseph this week. You did? Yes. Oh, has Mother mended my tunic like I asked? What did Joseph say? Is he coming? Did it rain here? The fields look... Father! <laughs> is he coming for Sabbath? Joseph is not far behind me. I like him. He's not a stonecutter, but still. I like him too. I know it may seem like a long wait. I can hardly stand it. The year will be over before you know it, and then we will have a wedding you will never forget. I pray for patience constantly. A year is such a long time. A good part of life is taken up waiting. We wait for the Sabbath, we wait for the harvest. Most of all, we wait for the Messiah. With all this waiting to be done, you might as well learn to do it gracefully. You'll see, Mary. Many things will happen this year, unexpected things, and time will flow quite fast enough. Deborah! Deborah, where are you? Here, I'm here. Oh, Moitzel, what's the matter? Uh, what happened? Oh, the census. Augustus is crazy. The crazy Caesar has called for a census throughout the Roman Empire. Oh, that is so bad. Oh, why is that bad? Why is that bad? No, it's, it's not bad. It's good. Everyone will have to go back to their hometown to register. Ah, oh, no. Why is that bad? It's good. Do you know how many people have been born here in Bethlehem? A lot. Yes, but no, no more than a lot. Every one of them will come here, and that is good. Every one of them will have to find a place to stay while they're here, and that is good. And many of them will come to this very inn, and all of them will have money, and that is very good. So what? What's so bad about that? Nothing. Why are you always looking for the bad in things? You come in here yelling like somebody just died, and, and then you tell me good news. Oh, oh my heart. Oh, don't you ever do that to me again. <laughs> I'm sorry, my dear. N next time I come home yelling like that, I promise it will be terrible, horrible bad news. Whether they are stonecutters, carpenters, innkeepers, or a high priest, every good Jew in Israel stopped everything at sundown Friday evening to worship and remember and look to the future. They longed for the future when the Messiah would come down, sit on the throne of David, and save his people. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. May he give rain to his kingship in your lifetimes and in your days and in the lifetimes of the entire family of Israel, swiftly and soon. May his great name be blessed forever and ever. While they sang and read and longed for the Messiah like their ancestors had done for centuries before them, they had no idea that they would soon see the Messiah themselves. Some would know him, some would deny him, and some would give him their hearts. This was the time that everything would change. This was the fullness of time.
It was time for Zacharias to enter the holy place. His was the responsibility and the privilege to enter into the place where men met God. His task was simple enough. Twice each day, a priest slipped behind the outer veil with a censer of coals from the altar in one hand and a measure of incense in the other. It should only take a few moments, but Zacharias wasn't about to rush anything. Zacharias. Do not be afraid, Zacharias. Get up, Zacharias. I'm only a servant like you. I'm here with an announcement. What? What, what does the Lord want with his servant? Elizabeth, your wife. She is barren, is she not? We had hoped for a child. We prayed for a child. But to our shame, the Lord did not find us worthy. We have been faithful to the law. We, we have kept the Lord's word, but the Lord is right in all his ways. I am not without sin. Sin has not kept Elizabeth's womb closed. Your request has been granted. What? Elizabeth will bear you a son, a very special son. A son? We will have a son? The Lord has heard my prayers. A, a, a son? <laughs> we will have a son. <laughs> Your son will be very special. The Lord has ordered that he is not to drink wine or strong drink. He is not to eat or drink anything of the vine. Not grapes, not raisins, not even the skin of a grape. A Nazarite? A separated one? Yes. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. Why? Why would he... Malachi wrote, Behold, I am going to send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and terrible day of the Lord. He will restore the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers so, so that... So that I will not come and smite the land with a curse. Your son is he. You will name him John, God's gift. The forerunner. That means the Messiah is not far behind. No, this cannot be. No, 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 this is not real. You are not real. The, the, the devil is toying with my heart. I, I had hoped for too much, too long, and now... I am no devil. Whoa. I am Gabriel. And I have come directly from the presence of the Lord to bring you this good news. Because you have listened to your own voice instead of the Lord's, you will remain silent until the forerunner of the Christ has a name. I am sorry. I... I... And Zacharias was silent. His voice was taken from him for his disbelief. Look at her. Mary is happier than I've ever seen. She smiles for no reason. She sings all the time. You know, I can hear the two of you in there. She nearly walks on her tiptoes. I feel light as a feather. Tonight is Hanukkah. Joseph and his family are coming. The Lord has blessed me with everything I ever dreamed of. I'm not sure I can take much more of this happiness. <laughs> you know, I only knew one other girl like this. What are you looking at? I never... Oh, you were just like this before our wedding. I was never... Was she really? Mother, did you feel this way too? I was a very serious... She was exactly like this. Don't let her fool you. <laughs> Enjoy it all, Mary. Drink up the sweet moments while you can. When I think of having my own garden and serving Joseph our first meal and... And having the Sabbath in my own house with Joseph praying for our family, I just get so... And then all the sons. <laughs> there are too many good things to keep in my head all at one time. Oh, she has it bad. <laughs> this is the worst case I've seen. Go take some of this happiness out and grind some flour. Mother, you are beautiful and I love you. Come back and take some grain with you. Oh. <laughs> Of course. That would be a good idea. <laughs> Worst case I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> so
Joseph, how did you get your robo dirty in the back? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you will all behave. Look at me. You will all do this one day. Four times the Lord has blessed me with sons. And now I will finally start being blessed with daughters when you marry. I'm not getting married. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you look fine. She will be impressed. More importantly, her father will be impressed. In less than a year, you'll be walking to your own home with your own wife for Sabbath. A year is a very long time. Jacob waited 15 years for Rachel. You can wait one for Mary. But there's never been a girl like Mary. Ah, again with the dreamy eyes. I don't deserve her. Oh, she is an angel and you are a beggar. Can we please talk about the table we need to build next week? Of course we can. It's an important job. Glad to see you coming around. I will build a great table for Mary. (laughs) Tonight is a very special night for our families. I am very honored to have our special guests who will become part of our family once our children are married. Eli, the honor is ours. Tonight we remember. Tonight we give praise to our God as we celebrate the festival of rededication. Mary looked at her father with wonder and pride. All her life she had heard his songs and stories, and tonight she was filled to overflowing to be sharing this moment with her new family-to-be. We celebrate Hanukkah because the Lord honored the courage of righteous men with a miracle. Mama, can I sit closer? Yes, you can. Sit on the floor and listen. Can I go too? Yes, you too. Just be still. Judah then, as now, was not free. Gentile interlopers dominated our people and sought to pollute their faith with the worship of false gods. When some refused to play the harlot with other gods, the Seleucid dogs slaughtered our mighty men, robbed the temple, and set up their own altar. Then they threatened to kill any Jew who did not sacrifice in accordance with the king's command. The one man will not let. Caleb, quiet. Listen to the story, in silence. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. It is good that he knows the story at such a young age. I know a whole story, and I'm never getting married. (laughs) (laughs) still and listen. But there was one man in the city of Modin, a priest named Matthias, who would not compromise even when the sword was put to his throat. When one of his neighbors stepped forward to play the harlot and sacrifice to another god, the priest put his hand to the sword and killed him. (laughs) Then he killed the general who ordered the sacrifice. Then he led all of Judah in a revolt against the enemy of the Lord. Praise God! Later, when the courageous priest was about to die, he called his sons around him and said, My children, Live passionately for the law and give your lives for the covenant. Do not fear what sinners will say, for their success will come to ruin. My children, be courageous and grow strong in the law, for by it you will gain honor. Then his son, Judah. Adaya. (laughs) I'm sorry. It is all right. Then his son Judah the Hammer took up his sword and defeated the Gentiles and gained independence for Israel. And when they entered the temple to restore the sacrifices and to light the lampstand, all of the sacred oil had been defiled except for one container, enough for one day only. But in faith they lit the lamp as the Lord had commanded and it burned. That's right. (laughs) Enough time for the priests to prepare more oil for the temple. But when Judah the hammer died in battle, his brother, Jonathan, led the nation. A curse on Jonathan. Indeed, Jonathan was not like his father, Matthias. 
he compromised with the enemy and asked the Romans for protection. And then he had himself declared high priest by Gentiles. Made high priest by Gentiles, not by the Lord, but by Gentile kings. And now Caesar's puppets and petty criminals rule the sanctuary of the Almighty and dress their crimes in priestly robes. How long, O oh Lord, before you send your anointed one, the Messiah, to break the bondage of sin and deliver us? Yes, how long, Lord? The best worship often brings both laughter and tears. This was the sweetest Hanukkah any of them had ever had. These two families shared in their devotion to the law and the Lord. Soon they would share in the wedding of their children. On any other day to grind flour was the last chore Mary wanted to do. Today, she was anxious to begin. Today, Mary wanted to get alone to rehearse every step, think through every detail that would take place on her wedding day. Why, thank you. Mother did my hair. Mary, he is quite a handsome groom. <laughs> yes, he is. I think he's the most handsome man I've ever seen. Mary, who are you talking to? No one. You're doing it again. Mother said you have to stop pretending and quit talking to yourself. I'm going to tell. How many things of you do you think that I could still tell Father about your misbehavior? Enjoy your pretend people. <laughs> Mary, I've heard rumors that he's building you an enormous gift. Is that true? Adina, I don't know what he's building, and I don't care if it's just a small token. I just know it's something special for me. He's a very gifted carpenter. Mary, I see many children in your future. The first will be a son. What will you name him? <laughs> Shona, you are right. So much of the time, I hope so. We will name him... I don't know. I will have to, I'll have to ask my husband. My husband, Joseph the Carpenter. Mary was lost in her imaginings. She <laughs> laughed and sighed and occasionally let a tear of happiness escape without even thinking of wiping it away. Suddenly, there was a brightness around her that made her shield her eyes. She squinted as she peeked around her hand to see what could create <sighs> such a light. The light came from a man dressed in white, a shining angelic presence. Good afternoon, favored one. The Lord is with you. Please. Mary was confused and overwhelmed. Before her stood a visitor from heaven, of that she had no doubt. Secondly, his greeting was the sort that was reserved only for a person of high station. She looked around, but she was alone. Uh to the Lord. Why? Don't be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with the Lord. You will become pregnant and bear a son, whom you will name Yeshua. The Lord saves. I, I will be honored to bear my husband a son. I hope many sons. No, Mary. You will conceive before the wedding night. How can... This will be no ordinary child. He will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord will give him the throne of his ancestor, King David, and he will be the King of Israel forever. The Messiah? Are you saying I will bear the Messiah? How will this be if I am to conceive before the wedding night? Certainly the Lord would not have his anointed one conceived in sin. Joseph will not be the father, nor any other man. The Lord's anointed will not be the seed of sinful people. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you, just like the cloud of His presence settled over the tent of meeting in the days of Moses. That's why the child will be appropriately called the Son of God. A flood of thoughts raged through her mind. The Messiah who would beat back the Romans, who would sit on the throne of David, who would save her people. 
This was what they had waited for. For centuries they had waited, and now the Messiah would come to them through her. But then her thoughts took another turn. This was not the way anyone had thought he would come. This was not the way he should come. This was the most unlikely, unreasonable, impossible... Elizabeth, your relative, was barren into her old age and underwent the change. Yet she is six months pregnant. You see, nothing is too hard for the Lord. Elizabeth? Elizabeth is pregnant? Praise be to God! All of her life, Mary had been told the Messiah would come, but this was too much to take in. Mary thought of Sarah, who doubted the Lord when he said she would have a baby. She thought of Moses, who resisted the Lord's call for him. The songs her father sang to her all of her life came back. Songs of promise and hope, and all these thoughts, these stories did what they were intended to do. They helped her to see clearly. I am the Lord's to do with as he pleases. Let what you have said be done. Ofer, get that goat out of here. Mary, the cloth for the table. Your father is going to be home any time now. I want everything to be ready, and I can't find the cloth. Mother, it's on the table. No, it's not. Did you put it there? No, Mother. You did. Oh. Then never mind. All these years, and you still are a flutter when father comes home. It's not that. Worst case, I've ever seen. You are not so... (laughs) Go and see if our men are coming. Our men? Mary, go! You are ten times worse than me. Go before they're at the door. Mary had thought of nothing but the messenger and his message. The Messiah would be with them soon. He was with her right now. If God could give Elizabeth a child and place the Messiah within her own body, Mary decided he could certainly make her family understand. The rest of the town, though, will God make all of them understand, too? Mary, how is it that you are with child before the wedding? Father, Father, there is no need to shout at her. I know, but some people will not understand until they see him. Thank you, Joseph, I'm fine. Really, I know what's true and you know what's true but they do not. And it's possible they will not believe until they see him with their own eyes. One day soon and they will all believe. Hello there, little girl. Have you seen my Mary? She's quite a young woman now and- And soon to be married. That's true, Joseph. They say she will be married to a short, fat, ugly fellow with only three or four teeth. Oh, oh, no, you are mistaken, sir. I hear he is of the best stock in these parts. I hear he is handsome and strong and that he has four or five teeth. (laughs) I'm not sure I can keep up with the two of you. In time, my son, in time. Mary, how are things at home? Don't tell me about Ofer right off. Tell me several good things first. Then when I am happy, tell me about my son, Ofer. Everything is ready for the Sabbath, and... Mary and her little family were gathered around the little table, just as they had been for nearly every Sabbath of Mary's life. The candles, the wine, the food, the singing, and the stories. She loved the Sabbath. This would be one that her family would remember always. This was the Sabbath that the Messiah's coming would be announced. She was afraid. But she was certain that God would work everything out. Ofer, tell us about the Messiah. From Isaiah, the Prince of Peace song. Mary, are you all right? Yes, I'm fine. I'm sorry, I just love that song. And Ofer loved to recite. The young man spoke the song from memory, loud but with feeling and a bit of his father's dramatic flair. Then came the part Mary had wanted to hear the most. For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on and forevermore. 
The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. Father sat with his eyes closed, drinking in the words of the Lord. Joseph glowed with hope and devotion to the Lord. Mother hugged Ophir, and Mary felt that this was the moment. I have wonderful news that will be difficult for all of you to believe. What kind of news? Yes, Mary, what news? She looked at Joseph hopefully, wanting to pull strength from him. Come on, Mary, what? The promise of that song is about to be fulfilled. What is this? I am carrying the promised son. The Prince of Peace grows inside me as we speak. What did you say? Two days ago, I was visited by a messenger from the Lord, an angel. He was sent to tell me that I would conceive a child by the Holy Spirit and would give birth to the Son of the Most High. Oh, Mary, what have you done? You're pregnant? It's just like the song, Father. This is how the Messiah will come to Israel. When the prophet told us about Emmanuel, the Lord with us, what did he say? A virgin will be with child and bear... Are you pregnant? Mary, you're not. Tell me you're not. Do not blaspheme on top of everything else. Are you pregnant? Yes. I am but the Holy... Silence! No! <laughs> you're gonna have a baby? It was the Roman soldier, wasn't it? Ophir, stop right now. I'll find him and I'll kill him for this. You will never speak like that again. Uh, I, 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 I must leave. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Joseph. Of course you must. Mary, just tell me the truth. Was it the Roman? Ofer, leave now. Go outside. Before... This happens to Mary and you shout at me? Ofer! Leave him be. There was not much talking that night. Mary's parents chose to sleep on the roof, which they often did when they wanted to talk alone. Mary slipped off to sit by the millstone, where she had seen the angel. Oh God, where are you? I'm alone. Please send your angel again. They don't believe me. This is not how I thought. Tell them what you told me. I think I can do this alone. I need you, Lord. I do not doubt. I am your servant, Lord. But I am so alone. <laughs> that night, Mary slept deeply and long. When she arose, the day had already begun, and the family was already going about their Sabbath day, one that none of them would ever forget. Good morning, Mother. Good morning. Good morning, Father. I have decided that you will go and stay with your cousin Elizabeth. But you can't. I will go to Judea with Elizabeth. I won't be alone. Thank you, my Lord. You will go today. Within a few short hours, Mary was in the care of a family her father knew and trusted. Goodbye, Father. I love you. I love you too. Do not speak of the baby to anyone until you're with Elizabeth. I promise. Well, we're ready to get started. Now don't worry about a thing. I'll take care of her as though she were one of my own. Thank you, Samuel. I'm in your debt. They walked slowly through the heat, and they trudged over rough roads. But Mary was full of hope and joy. She was able to visit all day long with the other girls on the trip. And though she did not speak a word of the baby, she thought of it every moment of every day. Mary, you look like you're a thousand miles away. Do you miss home already? No, I... Yes, I do, but... No, that's not what I was thinking about. I was thinking about how it'll be when the Messiah comes. I think... He'll build a palace that will shame Solomon. And we will be free of the Romans. There will be peace and freedom. I don't like to think about it. Why? Why it's just, I don't know, it scares me. Why does it scare you? My grandfather says that every time God fulfills prophecy, he does it in a way that no one could have expected. 
It makes me nervous. I don't know. Only you could talk about the Messiah and get everyone depressed. God promised Abraham he'd be the father of a great nation. And then there was slavery for more than 400 years. You are unbelievable. Now, while we were slaves, we multiplied like rabbits. <laughs> what is your point? This is giving me a headache. The point is that God made us a great nation while we made bricks for Egyptian gods. It's not how anyone expected it to be. That's all. You know what she finds more depressing than the Messiah? Birthdays. <laughs> I do not. Weddings. Now those are depressing. <laughs> After three days of travel, they ended their journey together. And true to his word, Samuel took Mary to the very gate of her aging cousin Elizabeth. Elizabeth, are you home? Yes, who is it? Mary, is it you? Elizabeth, look at you. You really are pregnant. Oh, oh, Mary. Oh, Mary, come to me. Oh, the Lord has blessed you more than any other woman. Oh, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Oh, my dear, why have I been blessed to receive a visit from the mother of my Lord? Uh, how, how could you know? I haven't been with child for a week, and... No one else knows. Oh, my dear, the child I carry is the forerunner of the Messiah. So as soon as your voice reached my ears, my son leapt for joy. <laughs> See, he already knows the Christ. I'm not alone. Elizabeth, you believe? Oh, yes, my dear, and Mary, you are to be commended for believing the Lord's announcement with a whole heart. Oh, my dear, not only are you blessed, you will be blessed. Be patient. Mary was in the arms of a loving friend who understood the truth of her situation. Joseph, on the other hand, had never felt so alone and confused. He left his work and his tools and headed to the temple. His brother Stephen, feeling the deep pain of his brother, followed along. Here at the temple, they hoped to find both solace and wisdom. Both were hard to find, and so they stayed a long time. So I ask you, Rabbi, what should I do now? It is clear to a child, the Lord's justice must be served. She must be stoned for her sin. What? How can I do that? I, I love her. Justice is for all of our people. Your love for this woman cannot be weighed along with the needs of the entire nation of Israel. That is the answer you seek. Now go in peace. Shalom. So, what do you think? This is just more the same thing we've heard for nearly three months. Well, maybe that's because it's true. There's more to it. How can I be trapped between two of the Lord's commands? How can justice and mercy be true and right both at the same time? Oh, again with the mercy and justice. If I embrace mercy and marry her, justice is tossed to the wind. Yeah, along with your own reputation and future. Yeah, well, if I call for her to be stoned for the sake of justice, where can mercy be shown? Oh, these two truths that I love and am committed to follow Oh, they have me trapped. Hey, here's one we haven't seen before. Let's ask him. He he looks wise. Oh, no, I've, I've heard enough foolishness for one day. But come on, this one looks especially wise. And why does he look so wise? He looks just like the others. I don't know. He's, he's, he has a very wise-looking beard. His beard? Well, you go and talk to his beard then, okay? I'm, I'm tired and hungry and... Oh, I'm so tired. Excuse me, Rabbi. I have a question for you if you have the time uh the girl who is with child well, he is wise you have great wisdom i have good ears you've talked to everyone in the temple haven't you yes we have stephen we should go so you have been told to stone her yes many times <sighs> i'm sorry they are fools really how are they fools? I told you he was wise. Most people learn one truth and stop learning. It's easier that way. But they're wrong. Well, they are wrong. I've heard a lot of talk about justice. Is that what they're telling you? Yes. For the sake of our nation, I must embrace justice. 
But what about mercy? That is the question, isn't it? How can two opposite truths be true at the same time? If both things are true, they're not opposites. My son, justice and mercy are not enemies. Justice demands she be stoned. And mercy that she be forgiven. Well, was she caught in the act? No. Is there someone claiming to be the father? Well, she says that the child is from God. The Holy Spirit came upon her Yes, and... I have heard that part of the story, too. But what if it's true? <laughs> what? It's insane. Well, it's only insane if it's not true. You're not wise, this one. Not wise at all. You may divorce her, but you should not convict her. If you are to be righteous, you may cancel the marriage contract. No one expects you to wed a suspected adulteress. But expect no compensation and do it quietly so as not to humiliate her or her family. I can do that. It's better to let two truths work together. Mercy and justice are not enemies. Thank you. You are very wise. What? You call that wise? I will pray for you. Both of you. Joseph had finally made up his mind. They would have headed home were it not so late in the day. Instead, they chose to sleep one last night in a remote cloister of the temple. You're not sleeping. How do you know that? Because I can hear you not sleeping. I don't want to hurt her, but I can't. Look, it's... A quiet divorce is a good decision. No, it's not. But it's the best one I can come up with. God has answered your prayers. You know what to do. I, I guess he has. I guess. Go to sleep. Though it took a long time for Joseph to find sleep, once he did, his prayers were answered in a way he would have never imagined. That night, Joseph was visited by an angel as he dreamt. Joseph, son of David. I am here. Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. That it's true? She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. <gasps> what? 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 Uh, it's true. What, what's true? What could possibly be true in the middle of the night? It's all true. The whole thing is. The Messiah? It's going to happen. Well, could it please not happen until morning? All of it. He's coming. A son will be given. The two young men marched home in record time. Joseph had told his brother of the angel. Now he had to tell this story and his new plans to the rest of the family. <laughs> My boys are home! Hello, Father. Hey, how are you, Joseph? I'm fine, Father. Mother, I've missed you. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Stephen, did you take care of him or cause him more trouble? A little of both, I A think. A lot of both. <laughs> Shalom, Caleb. Where's Adair? Joseph? Oh, hey, that's more like it. Ah, it's good to have my boys back. Uh, how was your time at the temple? Father, we must have the wedding feast as soon as we can. Oh, here we go. Wedding feast? Ooh, what, what are you saying? Tomorrow, I will begin building the new addition to the house. Stephen, what is he saying? I thought you were going to ease into this. You couldn't wait until after dinner. The wedding is off. Bringing an adulterous woman... Pregnant with some stranger's baby into our home? Boys, come with me. What woman? Who's pregnant? Come with me now. Bringing her into our home as your wife? This will never happen. When we were done in the temple, I had decided to divorce her discreetly and not press uh, the adultery charges. Very sensible. That is what you will do. Uh, we are done. But but an angel came to me in a dream. Uh, and why would an angel come to you? He told me that Mary was telling the truth. Uh, the child she carries is the Messiah. 
and he was conceived of the Holy Spirit. He's no ordinary baby. He's the son of the Most High. This is not how the Messiah will come. Your mother is, is inside crying. Father. No, there will be no wedding. I have spoken. Yep. After dinner would have been better. <sighs> After a very tense dinner, Joseph strolled out and stood on the ground where he would build their home. My heart is in a knot. I need to talk to Mary. I can't stand this suffering. Well, she's still off visiting with relatives. Maybe you should do something to get her off your mind. <laughs> I don't want the suffering to end. You really are a child, aren't you? Stephen, I hope one day you will feel the pain of love like this. Mmm, as wonderful as that sounds, I'm actually hoping for something a bit more pleasant. This is all a little too complicated for me. It is complicated. Are you ready for all of this? Do you believe me? About the Messiah? It's complicated either way. On the one hand, you raise the Messiah, teach him how to do what the Messiah will do. On the other hand, you're the village nut. Either way, it'll be rough. Do you believe me? I'll be with you through all of it. It's all I can promise right now. <laughs> You'll see. He will be here, and, and we will see the things that the scriptures promise. Oh, I, I can't hold it all in. <laughs> well, I can. It's late, and we both need to get some sleep. I think I'm going to sleep right here, in my new house. Want to spend the night in my new house? Your new house is dirt. If you start sleeping in a make-believe house, then there won't be any doubt that you are the village nut. It's a very nice house. No. You go to sleep in the invisible house all by yourself, thanks. I'm the sane brother. <laughs> Come on. Use a little imagination. I mean, can't you see the garden out in front and the table I'll build? We can even sleep on the roof if you want. There is no way I'm going to be caught sleeping on a roof that doesn't exist. Fine for you. You're the family nut. That night, Joseph was laying on the ground where he would soon build a home for Mary. He laid on the ground, staring up into a star-filled sky. He turned his head to the ground beside him. He reached out and placed his hand on the place where he and Mary were going to spend their lives. Ah, oh, this is where we will build our life together. And this is where we will raise our family. Stop talking. Somebody's going to hear you. Well, how am I supposed to raise the Messiah? I don't know. Be quiet. Will we be left alone to just be a family? I don't know. Be quiet. Will we go live in a palace somewhere? I don't... Wait, wait a minute. You, you think there'll be a palace? Well, I don't know. I'll be quiet. Well, I mean, the Messiah would have a palace, though, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Go to sleep. Mary had been brought home the day before, but she had come home late in the day. She was exhausted and afraid of the reception she would get from her parents. They were warm with her, even excited to see her, but there was something more she could not quite understand about them. She decided that it was simply going to be awkward for a while. She knew Joseph was going to have nothing to do with her, and she also knew the town was going to be outright cruel. But her time with Elizabeth had given her strength. She knew what God wanted of her, and she was going to serve him no matter what was to come. Mary, it's time to get up. It's, it's late, isn't it? I'm sorry. You were worn out. Come get something to eat. We have to make a delivery. What kind of delivery? Just get out of bed, lazy girl. We have much to do today. I'm coming. Mary got dressed, had some breakfast, and then the whole family started off with the wagon. Why, why will no one tell me what's going on? Over, what are you all keeping from me? I, uh, I have to go get a donkey. <gasps> you are about to lie. Do not lie to her. I'm just trying to. I know. Just have patience. And don't tell lies. 
Mary, have I told you the story of how God cared for Israel while they were in the desert? Yes. Tell me again. They didn't know where they were going. When the pillar of cloud moved, they moved. When it stopped, they stopped. They, they walked for miles. Her family was acting very odd. But since she wasn't sure how to act herself, she didn't work too hard to understand them. She was just relieved to be marginally accepted by her family. She asked no more questions and enjoyed this little bit of normal family life that she feared might come to an end one day soon. It was not their faith in Moses, and it was not their faith in their nation. The thing that sustained them and brought them out of the desert was their faith and devotion to the God of Abraham. Remember, children. Remember, Mary. Yes, Father. The Lord will see us through and provide for us even if it is in a desert. As usual, Mary was so involved in the story her father was telling that she lost all track of time and place. As he finished his story, he stopped in the road, looked at Mary with both a smile and a tear in his eye. What is it, Father? The Lord has brought you out of a desert. There will be others to be sure, but remember how he provides for those who cling to him. I don't understand. The Lord has answered all of our prayers. How has he- Mary, look. Look down there. Joseph is building you a home. Joseph? Joseph, come to your wife. But this can't be. Mary, Mary. He's coming to me. Mother, is he coming to me? Daughter, he is coming for you. Mary! Oh. It's true. It's all true. How can this be? Do you believe? An angel came to me in my sleep. Your child. This child is of God. His name will be Jesus, and you are to be my wife. <laughs> yes, Mother. The Lord is good. Scripture tells us that the Lord works in mysterious ways. Mary and Joseph didn't know it, but they were living out the most mysterious part of all human history. They would be the weak and humble vessels that would bear and raise God's Son. Tonight, we'll stop early and rest. I'm sorry. I, I don't know why I'm so fragile. You may be tired, but you're not fragile. You're the strongest one I know. I think one more full day and we'll be in Bethlehem. I don't... What? There's so much I don't understand about all of this. Then we're in good company. Could God not have stopped Caesar from thinking up the census? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Why would he want us away from family at this time? It's a mystery. But I'm willing. I know. You are amazing. When we get to Bethlehem, we will get the good room and you will rest all day while I deal with the census, okay? I think I'll be fine. I, I just need some rest. The road was filled with travelers, which was good. It kept thieves and bandits at bay. But it was also bad because they were all passing Joseph and Mary and leaving them behind. How big a town is Bethlehem? Not big. Small is too big a word for Bethlehem. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's, it's, a, it's very small. There seems to be a great many who are born there. Hmm. Will there be enough room for everyone? Well, I'm sure there'll be plenty. I mean, they've known this census was coming for a long time. Uh, there'll be plenty of room. I'm telling you, we have no more room. We're all filled up. I need a place to stay. Well, there are other inns you can try just up the street. You I've can... been to them all. They're all full. I'm sorry, but I have no more space. The roof is full. There are people who will sleep in the kitchen tonight. I cannot help you. I have money. Um, 
Eh? Money is not the problem. I know you have money, but there is simply no more room. The only bed that is not rented out is my own. I'll take it. What? You name the price. Uh, I have a wife and daughter, and I can't have them sleeping out on I, the street. They're thieves, and I, just look at them. I don't want to look at them. Leah, come in here. It doesn't matter. It won't make any difference. It, yes, Papa? Just talk to her. I... I don't want to talk to her. Leah, say shalom to my friend Weltzel, the innkeeper. Shalom. You have a very nice inn. Ah, shalom, little Leah. Deborah! What? What is the matter? Why are you shouting all the time? Take this little girl and her family to our bedroom. What? Where are we supposed to sleep? Leah, say shalom to my wife. Shalom. I can cook and clean. I'm a very good helper. Oh, my. This is what I'm saying. I'll pay you whatever you ask. <sighs> ah, I'm not a Roman. You will pay a fair price. Enjoy my room. Thank you. God bless you. What's your name, little sweetheart? Leah, what's yours? Oh, my. Joseph and Mary moved slowly through the now crowded streets of Bethlehem. Normally a sleepy village just outside of Jerusalem, it was now a loud and dirty pile of humanity. People were sleeping in alleys and against any building that provided some shelter from the wind. How will we find a place to stay? I'm not sure. I never, I never imagined it would be like this. Joseph, I need to get down. Are you all right? I think so. I don't know. Will we be able to find a room? Yes. Yes, we will. Joseph went to respectable inns. Then he went to others, and then he even visited a few places that were renting out nothing more than makeshift tents. Shalom, do uh, you have anything to rent? A tent? Anything? Yep. You do? Mm-hmm. I have a spot under a tree you can have. What? It'll cost you the donkey. My wife is about to have a baby. Take it or leave it. There are those behind you that'll pay for it. I'm not interested in arguing. And all of this so that Augustus can take more from us than he already has? God will provide something. Well, he needs to do it soon. We are in a desert now. He will take us through. What about this place? We've been here before. We've been to every place before. Oh, God. We are in need. Real need. We must find a place or... Help us now. We need you. Where are you going? To try one more time. But we've already been here. Shalom. We have nothing, I'm sorry. I know. Oh, it's you. <laughs> well, I had nothing an hour ago, and I have less than nothing for you now. My wife is about a to have baby. a... baby, I know. You told me that an hour ago. I am sleeping in the dirt myself. All I can offer you is more dirt. Look, I would help you if I could, but I have Joseph, nothing. Joseph, I, I think it started. Hey, she's about to have a baby. I told you that. Yes, but uh, Deborah. I need to get ready. Don't, don't, don't get ready here. De Deborah. What? What is with all the shouting all the time? Oh, she's about to have a baby. We need a place to stay now. Yes, of course you do. Of course you do. How can you say of course you do? We have nothing left. I'm ashamed to suggest this, but. What? What? What do you suggest? I'm interested myself. We have a stable in the back. A stable? You would put a delivering mother in a stable? Yes. Please. We'll take it. We'll take it. They'll take it. What do I know? Here. Here, sweetheart. Uh, why are the men standing and doing nothing? Well, get down to the stable and start uh, cleaning. Now, uh, no, wait. Now, I'm telling you, this is not going to be acceptable to you. A cave. A stable is a cave. Did I tell you it was going to be a palace? It'll be fine. Thank you for your kindness. Um, there's a rake over there, and if you get all the manure out, the flies should go too. I don't know what else. I'm sorry. I'll take it from here. You're a good man. Bless you. Oh, she sounds like she's in trouble in there. Uh, Maybe I should go in. son, believe me, you do not want to go in there. Uh, let the women do what they are doing. And when the time is right, you can go in. Right now, the time is very not right. Ugh. 
has been a very long time already. Uh, babies do what they want when they want. You'll be smart to learn that now. This little bundle will be bossing you around in no time. <laughs> I pray it will be a boy. It will be. Oh, so sure are you, huh? From God's mouth to your ears. Actually, I... I, I just know that's all. Did you hear? I heard. Now, son. What? Now is the time to go in. My son's in there. Well, go introduce yourself. <laughs> is it? Can I? Come on in. We're ready for you. It's a boy. I know. His name will be Jesus. Mary, how are you? Isn't he beautiful? He is beautiful. You're beautiful. We have a son. We have a son unlike any other. I've cleaned out the manger. He will have a comfy little bed there. As good as a king, if you ask me. And God's mysterious ways continue. The king of kings slept in a stable that smelled of manure. Joseph laid on the hay next to his young bride, and they talked and slept and looked at their baby with wonder. He's in here! It's true! <coughs> what are you doing? Uh, who are you? I'm sorry. I'm ashamed of myself. Is that baby the savior? What? Why would you say that? He's in the manger. Just like the angel said. He's... He is the Christ, isn't he? What angel? You... We were just outside town with our sheep, and we were just talking. An angel, an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before us. An angel? There was light, like the sun all around him. It was like the glory of the Lord. And we, we were so terrified. But then he spoke, as the angel told us not to be afraid. And he said that there was... Uh, good news. G good news of... Great joy, which will be for all the people. He said the Savior, who was Christ, was born in Bethlehem today, and that we would know him because he would be wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. And then, then the sky filled with a multitude of the heavenly host, and they were praising God and saying, Glory, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. And then they were gone. We saw the sky filled with praise for the Savior. And here he is, just like the angel said. Joseph. I, I, I don't know. Can I see him? I mean, up close. Yes, me too, please. Of course you may. Oh, praise be to God. Praise be to God. The Messiah is with us. The Messiah is with us. The mystery has not ended yet. Christ came and lived a life that no one would have expected. Then he died a death no one would have dreamed, so that he could save sinners in a way no one could have imagined. What we can know and what we can embrace is that Christ came to save us. Because of that first Christmas in Bethlehem, God was with us. And for those who believe on his name, he always will be, forever and ever. Amen.